You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. We're doing a SummerSlam recap and also talking about the Major League Baseball playoffs on the most valuable podcast, MVP. Hello. Hi. Do you want to go to a party with me? No. The game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, football, football. Tennis, hockey. All right, everybody. Welcome back. That was interesting. It was fantastic, right? MVP. Well, it's funny. I mean, like, the reason I said it so slow is because I'm pointing at a camera. Because we're here on Periscope right now. We're on Periscope Live. Um, Fun new little gadget that I have been really, really excited to try out. Kind of like the idea of a live stream. I know right now I've only got one viewer, and I'm pretty sure that that's me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad that I'm able to watch myself. Um, right now, Jeff is trying his absolute best to move the camera as much as possible. This is going to be such a multitasking event for me. So, hi, everybody. Hey, I'm Matt over here. Um, and I know if you're just listening to us on iTunes or Podcast Addict, um, then you can't actually see what I'm doing with this camera, but that's okay. So I'm Matt over here. There's Danny. Hey, what's going on? He's Hi. wearing the Christopher Hayden T-shirt, Christopher Hayden, which is outstanding. One yes. of our one of our biggest supporters who listens like never doesn't even <laughs> like sports, <laughs> but that's okay. He likes wrestling, and we, you know, we do wrestling stuff too. So this was my wedding gift from Christopher Hayden. That's outstanding. <laughs> Christopher Hayden wedding gifted you. I was joking when I told him a and Christopher he Hayden T-shirt. It. That's yeah. outstanding. That's cool. So, um, right. So, anybody that follows me on uh, Twitter or follows uh, MVP on Twitter, that's at MVP Next Wave, and me at uh, Next Wave MLB, along with Danny over there at Center Stage DS. Uh, this link has just popped up on your Twitter timelines, and hopefully somebody joins us. But if not, then maybe you'll catch the replay. Go ahead, tap the screen for hearts. That's <laughs> that's that's how you measure likes. The heart foundation. Tapping. Yeah, sure. We can we can absolutely Breath go with the that. Hitman heart? Jeff, stop touching my phone. It's Corey okay. Hart? We'll be okay. Just don't move the computer and we'll be okay. Mouse of the South Jimmy Hart? That's right. Lots of hearts. Just tap okay. all the hearts. So you've got my shoulder in the picture and then we've also got Danny's hand. It's all good. But that's not why we're here. Of course we're touting this fantastic technology periscope, but we are here to discuss two things, Danny. Two things we are very passionate about. One is Bubble perf- gum and kicking at O. Oh. Come on, man. Really? Legend lives on, man. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, it's no mocking but I did of that, any means. I did that three weeks ago. That's true. So, it's all right. So, anyway, so we're here to talk about professional wrestling, WWE, SummerSlam, and all that good stuff, um, as well as Major League Baseball playoffs, because the next time you will hear from us after this is going to be September, and that's going to be the stretch run of the play of, right. uh, of the regular season leading into the playoffs. So, uh, we'll start off here with SummerSlam, and uh, I don't Do know, we start with SummerSlam or NXT? Oh, yeah, that's right. NXT, NXT TakeOver, right? Before. Brooklyn? NXT Brooklyn, which was, um, was it underwhelming to you? Or did you? Uh, did not you compared really to like SummerSlam. It? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, for me, NXT, obviously, I think the match of the night was the women's match. Obviously, yeah. Which is crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, it was hard. It's weird to say this, but it was hard for Balor and Owens to follow that. It really was. With like, a ladder match. Like, it was a good ladder match, and it, it would have stole the show if the match before him wasn't on. And it was great. Yeah. I mean, like, Sasha Banks and Bayley did, like, went all out. And then, of yeah. course, you had your quick moment at the end of it. Yeah. Which, I mean, if nobody had known about the previous quick moment in the steel cage right. in Madison Square Garden, that would have been an awesome moment. Yeah. But as it is, it was just like, oh, cool. They're recreating the click thing, which is which is cool. But the match itself, far and away, one of the absolute best women's matches I think you're going to see, um, and definitely the best one in mainstream sports entertainment. Yep. 
Um, absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm what trying about to, the, trying to think of what else was there? Well, the tag team title match. Vaude so, villains, man. Yeah, I know. I love those guys. Okay, so I don't, I don't really know how to read the Vaude villains. <laughs> right. Um, I kind of liked them. I liked them better as a heel, um, mostly because you know their name is <laughs> Vaude villains. Yeah. Um. So that 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 should make it obvious what they should be, but. Those guys have worked themselves so hard, and the crowd appreciates that gimmick so, so much that they've gone ahead and become faces. And, and it uh, probably had something to do with, like, there's just nothing valuable about Blake and Murphy. Yeah, definitely. Like, hey, there's nothing. Viewer. All right. That's cool. But there's nothing like, uh, I'm, I can't say anything like, oh, they're such great heels, or, oh, they need to turn face. I'm just like, there's nothing about them that makes me want to watch them. Yeah, exactly. Um and they had tag belts, so we were kind of forced to watch them. Right, and the whole thing with uh, with Alexa Bliss was was kind of cool ish. Yep. Um, I kind of I kind of like the whole uh, lead into challenging the gentleman's uh, chivalry, as it were. Right, and and of course, I think it was. I don't know. Was it super obvious that Blue Pants was going to be? I think it was. I mean, was it was it because of the previous show? Because if people hadn't chanted blue pants before, then I honestly wouldn't have known oh, no. who I thought, it was going to be. Thought the fact that they were the vaude villains were wearing blue pants was okay. Well, was a bit obvious. Okay, there's that. But I mean, you get what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah. if if the crowd hadn't chanted blue pants at the previous show or at the the end of I guess that that month's tapings, you wouldn't have known who it was going to be. Like, yeah. it could have been anybody. Um, but I mean, it, it was great to see uh, Leva Bates to yeah. to get out there, and then of course that whole laughing part where she pointed at him, pointed at Alexa, and laughed. That yeah, was that was great. That was good. Um, Tyler Breeze versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Are you kind of su- are you kind of surprised? Are you kind of surprised that it was uh, that Liger uh, went under or uh, went that over? Liger won? Uh, a little bit, but at the same time, you know, hey, I I get it. I, I need to interrupt real quick. Uh, the person that's watching right now, the one of the three viewers in this is is actually Joe. Nice. Joe is actually watching this. Hey, he's listening live somehow. I know he's listening and watching live. This is ridiculous. We are live Hi, Joe. recording. Joe, do you see that the Christopher Hayden shirt? Whoa, there we go. It's pretty cool. Anyway, so. Yeah, I'm not sure how to set this up right quick there, Joe, so sorry. Oh, yeah, he's waving. That's good. So we're talking about the uh, – whoa, there we go. Sorry, this is a weird, weird podcast for people that are listening <laughs> right now. What are they doing? Sorry. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, – I was juicing going over. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm really surprised, actually, that Liger went over. I, um, I wasn't too surprised. I was. I thought they might have Tyler Breeze go over, but like, I, I got why they had Liger go over because he's probably never going to wrestle in WWE ring again, I wouldn't think. Yeah, I get that, too. But, I mean, it was kind of like with, uh, with Neville and Jericho. Yeah. You know, that's, same, that's, yeah, that's kind of about how thing. I felt with uh, with Neville going under Jericho there. Um, of course, Jericho probably, I mean, he could still wrestle in the WWE. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Liger, I don't, you know, it was a good match. There were some there were some miscues. And then you got to remember, Liger's 50. So. Right. So, I mean, and, but, and for him to be able to do still. But to still be able to, like you know, go out there and do the things he does was pretty impressive. It was pretty cool. I liked yeah. him taking selfies with you know tyler breeze's selfie stick that was awesome <laughs> what a fantastic moment where he was mocking yeah that was a great uh, that was that was really cool um i will say and and kind of on this note because you know liger is supposed to be this legend right right uh one of the big things that was kind of an overall theme for this show i think was the fact that finishers finishers don't matter 
but that's been a thing in a while. For yeah, a while. I know, but I mean, in, in this show particularly, this show, I mean, for sure, was really uh, it was really difficult to watch yeah. because, I mean, you had Jushin Thunder Liger hit the Liger bomb and then he kicked out, and of course you had the coup de gras hit, um, and I mean Owens. Owens got up fairly soon after, was able to get on. Um, this isn't working very well. Whoa. Producer Jeff, who is actually in here while we are recording, he's actually on Periscope right now watching this. So he's watching us, watching us, watching him, <laughs> watching us. Um, whatever. That's that's the view it's going to be for right now until yeah. we get a selfie stick. <laughs> We're going to write this off yes. as a company expense. <laughs> List of needs, selfie stick. Selfie stick, absolutely. So um, what else happened in this uh, in this card here? Uh, uh, oh, we saw the debut of Apollo Crews. Yes. That was Formerly awesome. known as Yuha Nation. Yes. That was awesome. He was, he was really good. It was really cool. Um, I think the biggest problem was the fact that he did go against Ty Dillinger. Yeah, who's, who, who's getting over. Yeah, like everybody <laughs> is liking this weird... 10 perfect yeah. 10 gimmick and the, the big thing that i i will say about ty dillinger's perfect 10 gimmick is that he looks super uncomfortable doing it yeah. um obviously he's embraced it he's going about it all the right ways on social media everybody's loving it but like every time he just kind of comes to the ring he's like okay gonna go ahead start at the bottom raise my hands up 10 10 10 yeah 10. okay he hasn't quite grown into the gimmick yet do i stop now Okay, good. I stop now. That's what it. That's what it seems like. And um, he's trying to read the crowd, and that's just something you know you got to learn not to do. You got to yeah, do, exactly. You got to do it yourself and make the crowd react. You know, right? Tips from a pro wrestler. Yeah. Well, that's why he's in NXT and not on the main roster. Well, true. NXT's for is for learning. But um, also, uh, I mean, just Apollo Cruz was was fantastic. Yeah. Right. I mean, like that was that was a really impressive yeah, debut. Really um, and. His music and just the way he came out, and he yeah. was just like, "Ha, that's me." <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of the the dream that all of us would have had coming right. out, looking at NXT, just being like, "I'm here. That's cool." Um, and I'm trying to think about what else because I mean, it was only a two hour show. Well, so. I'll tell you this: uh, Samoa Joe made Baron Corbin look really interesting. Uh, like, yeah. I've never cared one ounce about him, but watching him wrestle Samoa Joe, I was like, "Wow, this is this is a good match." It is. Yeah. Um. And I think that's the kind of match that Joe uh, and Corbin both need to be yeah. in at this point. I mean, the the feud itself was kind of random when it started. Um, and Joe so far in NXT, it's just been kind of like, meh. Well, I mean, he had that thing with Kevin Owens, and then that stopped. Yeah, that went away quick. Which happens when you promote somebody to the main roster. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I don't know what's next for Joe. That's uh, that's the big thing. I'm not yeah. talking about Joe. The I mean, I heard, I've heard rumors, I, you know, they're doing that uh, – Dusty tag classic whatever. Yeah, and they're gonna and him and you. him and uh him and Balor are tag team, and that's yeah, that's gonna lead to something. That's weird. It is weird, but well, if it's gonna lead your, if it's gonna lead to a feud between I the guess, two, of them, I, I get don't it. know. When you throw the NXT champion into a tag team tournament, yeah, that's, that's not you're not making your champ look very strong. Not really. Um, so I'm not sure what what ends up becoming of that. Unless they're in the first round, they get eliminated, and that's what starts something. Yeah. Um, I think I read they won their first match though. They've already filmed something. Spoilers. Spoilers. Jeez. Because they're not already out there. Yeah. Of course not. Well, you didn't hear from our mouth. Oh, yeah. You just just did. We'll just cut it. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, We'll cut it in post. (laughs) Oh, crap. We're live. Okay. Um, Is that all? That Uh, that ended up happening uh, in that show? Like, I can't recall anything else that was super significant about NXT. But this is the most wrestling I've watched in a week in a long time. So I'm trying to think of what else. What all else happened. Um. So yeah. I guess we can move on to NXT. Or 
to SummerSlam. Summer yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, do we want to comment on Balor Owens? Like, we didn't really comment I mean, it was on a good, that It match. was a good ladder match. Good and ladder match. The, the outcome that needed to happen happened. Yeah. Nothing newsworthy came out of that yeah. match. Like, there were no interferences. Nobody ran in. It was predictable. Um, it was... It's it about what everyone probably predicted. Exactly. Uh, the coup de grace off the ladder. I mean, like, if he didn't do that, I think people would have been a lot more surprised. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the big thing. The only thing that I really, really wish would have happened was that as he jumps up for the coup de grace, he grabs the title and then comes down with yeah. the coup de grace. <laughs> like, how awesome would that have been? He just jumps up, grabs the title, comes down with it with the coup de grace. Like that. Man, you would have to hit that so perfectly. Oh, yeah. And the title would have to not yeah. catch. Have, on the title would have to be there. Velcro. Yeah. Or I mean, or maybe, I mean, whatever. Maybe he just grabs the title, picks it up, and then jumps off of it. You know, I mean, yeah. It was it was just weird to watch him hit the finishing move from the top of the ladder. Boom! And Climb he's like, ah, oh, crap! I got it. That's right. I got to go back up there. That's I knew that was supposed yeah. to happen. Golly gosh. Okay, so moving on to SummerSlam then. Um, underwhelming. A little bit. As yeah. a whole, I mean, the the quality of the matches after that very first match that came out, which was. What was the first match? I, 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 it wasn't Cesaro Owens, right? No, they were semi-main. They were, oh, that's right. They were semi-main. Uh, but no, that, that first was match. Tag match? What tag match was it? Well, crap. Now I, now I feel like, all I remember, all I remember feeling was that after that first match, which went a decent amount of time, um, everybody else after it kind of had to, you had to squeeze in your time before yeah. you got to Cesaro Owens and then of course Taker Lesnar. Um, oh, it was Orton and Sheamus was the first one. Right. Got the right. most boring and they, match out of the way first. It was a very, very boring match, but at the same time, like they were allowed to go fairly yeah. long. A lot longer than I think they really needed to have. Um and of course, I mean, the outcome was just really Meh. Meh. I didn't care about the match, so I didn't care about the outcome. Yeah, exactly. Um I mean I guess the whole I get the kind of idea behind it. Um with Sheamus being Mr. Money in the Bank, you put him first, whatever happens, happens, and then you just leave that suspense of him being able to go out there and do that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely that. Um, and then I think the tag match was next, the tag title match. Yeah, the tag match. And what was really weird for me, and the whole setup for this, is just that you've got two tag teams that are really good. And I know, I think we talked about this before. It's like, why do you need the other two teams? Yeah. You don't. You, you've got two fantastic tag teams that are there. And, um, you know, they're capable of pulling off a feud of their own, and they have. Yeah. Um, and now you're just throwing in a couple of high flyers just to get funny, people to go, ooh. I was watching, the, uh, watching it with my wife, and the uh, Los Matadors come out, and she just goes, what is this? I was like, that's what I'm saying, babe. What is this? What is this? What are you? Who? What just is Just a pointless, pointless thrown-in tag team that they don't know what to do with. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh, I mean, and and again, the I guess the surprise was that, you know, there are, there are new tag champs, right? Yeah, New Day. New Day won the tag belts. And how do you feel about that? They're over. They are over. They're more over than primetime players were. I mean, I... Well, if you watch Raw the next night, I kind of f- see why they did it. Was that was, was that when Kofi... Because I've seen the, the GIF, the GIF, where Kofi's coming out and saying the real new dad of the year... No, that's so old. Oh, okay. That was really after. Old? That was at, yeah. That was after oh, like that was after uh, Titus O'Neil like <coughs> won one that? dad of the year. Oh, yeah, okay. That was like the the following show. Oh, okay. I, yeah, that I, was an old GIF. Oh, gotcha. Um, but yeah, I it was just meh. I mean, the fact that New Day is I mean, it, it was either going to be one of those two. It was going to yeah. be New Day or it was going to be PTP. Yeah. And that's that's the problem with the four way is when you know it's only going to be one of two. Yeah. 
It's you, like taking the SATs, right? Yeah, you right? don't need the other two teams in there. <laughs> you only know two. Uh, you only know two. Uh, two of the answers are going to be the right ones. Right. So you can rule out the other ones for sure. Um, what else? We got the. We finally got the triple threat intercontinental match. Oh yeah! Finally. Yeah. Talk <laughs> the about match we we're all waiting for. Talk about underwhelming to the nth degree. Yeah. Like it. It just seemed like. Those first two matches obviously took up their time, and then somebody in the gorilla position says, by the way, you guys have like half the time that you thought you did, so <laughs> go finish this up for And there's a few times <clears> I <throat> legit thought Big Show was going to win. Yeah, that should like, oh, I'm ready to should, be mad. And that then. should never be the case, <laughs> where you think that Big Show is going to win a legitimate title. Now, yeah. I know I picked him up in fantasy, um, but that's because... But that doesn't mean you, you like <clears throat> what they're doing with him. I don't no. like half the guys I have. No, but I also know that it's incredibly predictable what it is that um, the WWE does with Big Show. They yeah. build him up, show week after week after week, show after show after show, and then when it comes to the big one, they're just like, "Oh, this is the unconquerable giant," and then somebody conquers him. Yeah, pretty <laughs> it's, much. It's dull. It's a dull routine. But I know that week after week, I'm good for some points. On yeah, that's true. So, uh, got uh, finally got the uh, Hollywood Showdown with uh, Amel. Amel and Neville and that was cool. Yeah, I mean Stardust Barrett. <clears throat> you look at the long list of celebrities that have actually entered into a WWE ring, um, and if we're talking not a great long list. We're talking uh, Maria Menounos, who, yeah. to her credit, I mean she did take her licks in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking Snooki, um, and I'm sorry that we actually said that name on this podcast. Yeah, but you you got to say you go into that match, <laughs> and I remember watching, going, oh wow. Yeah, she did, she did that the backflip into the corner move. And she and did like, the oh, okay. the Fez press too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's that. Um, Drew Carey. Yeah, and then you have all the, the <coughs> raw guest hosts that did like small spots. You know, Mark Cuban actually yeah. took a table bump. I mean, props he's taken to an RKO before. Yeah, absolutely. I remember uh, Jeremy Piven going up to the top rope and jumping and getting caught by Cena and taking an AA. Yeah, I think it was known oh. as the FU back and then. And then, of course, like the following night on SummerSlam, we oh, have yeah. John Stewart who took the AA. Yeah. Um, but I don't think anybody in recent memory has gotten in a ring and done as much um, from a physical standpoint as Stephen Amell did. Yeah. I was super he impressed. He, like, legit trained. He did. He trained. He took his bumps. He, I mean, he obviously he, could have worked he, a little bit crisp? on selling a little bit, no, you know. He wasn't, he wasn't perfect by any means, but he was entertaining. Yeah, he was entertaining. He went in there and, like, you could tell he's been working, you know. Mm-hmm. And you, you could tell that he wanted to prepare for this match yeah and and it, it meant a lot to him which is great and obviously the correct outcome happened although i i had been hearing for so long though that amel wanted to do the the red arrow yeah but apparently he legit hurt himself while training roger that so <laughs> like, okay. okay scratch it yeah no kidding don't definitely don't want to do that yeah i don't know how, if there's any truth to him hurting himself but i i'd read a couple things where it said sure. he might have hurt himself yeah um and, and, you know, so that finished that chapter and stuff. Um, or and did it? So I don't know what happened on Raw the next night is the thing. So I mean, Oh, nothing. I don't know because I didn't see it on Hulu. So. Yeah, so if it didn't happen on but Hulu, like, it didn't happen. They're, ML and Stardust are still going at it on Twitter, so that maybe we'll just, get a one-on-one out of them one day. And I brought this up, too, because you guys la- – um, not last week, but the week before when you were previewing SummerSlam, you and Joe were talking about the fact that Amel had to shoot his stuff as Casey Jones for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. And, of course, we know that Seamus was rock steady in that. Yeah. And so I just threw out the idea there. I mean, what if we end up seeing Casey Jones versus Rocksteady in a WWE ring? How cool That's would that not be? not bad promotion. I think it would be great. 
When is that movie supposed to come out? Probably next summer, I would assume. I, I think that's good enough that, time to build up. I think that would up. be a summer movie. Yeah, yeah I guess. Summer Slam. <laughs> next year, it's going to be the annual Stephen Amell match. <laughs> um. I still don't know what King Barrett was doing in there. Uh, I, mean, I mean, you just I mean, want to throw that dude in there? It was supposed to be someone else, but I can't remember who it was supposed to be. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've already forgot who it was supposed to be. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, King Barrett's just in a lost state, as most yeah. King of the Rings are. It's really weird. It's just like the forgotten yeah. the forgotten one, Wade Barrett. The like, forgotten. God, this, this guy's a multi, multi-time IC champ. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, it's, it's not like an NXT he's a, winner. It's not like he's a bad in ring worker or anything like that no, either. And just, he can cut a promo. It just I don't it's know. It's not really his fault either. I don't think you anybody know, can really just take him seriously. He's just being booked poorly. You know what they need to do? They need to do that thing. Where, uh, what was it? WWE 13, when the the storyline was uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus and Wade Barrett all as like the European nation. I. I didn't play that game, so I like that was w- that was one of the storylines was that Wade Barrett was heading up this faction that was just all of the all the British Isles people. It was fantastic, and you're thinking, yeah, well, might as well because I would get behind that. Him and him <laughs> and Sheamus traveled together in Europe, so exactly, I mean, it'd be perfect. Exactly, you'd have oh, to was... you'd have to get McIntyre out of TNA, but no, 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 no. You would just bring a Balor. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. You bring a Balor to go ahead and do that right. with the Ireland right. thing, and then of course you turn Becky Lynch heel. She's the female. You go. Go. I see. I think it'd be great. Just have that whole European deal going. Oh, and William Regal was a part of it too. Like he was the old dude mentor <laughs> kind of thing. Which anytime you include William Regal in a the European in a evolution, game, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, what else happened? We're I didn't even watch Reigns and Ambrose versus the Wyatts. I, I didn't even watch that match. Yeah. So the the weird thing about that match was that the noteworthy thing happened the next night on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> like this, the whole match uh, at SummerSlam. It's weird. It was booked backwards. You know, like right. the the tag team match should have been the prelude to what happened on Raw um, and what happened on Raw should have happened on SummerSlam. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the good guys won and it was just really, okay. Okay, next. That's really all that it was. Yeah. I was like, seriously? That's how we're going to end it? Clean no finish? It. The end? Okay, cool. Um, the Divas. The Divas triple threat one. Not good. Not good. No. Didn't like it. No. I didn't like the outcome. I'm yeah, kind of tired of seeing... Like, I get it. You're trying to push Paige because she has been, like, the woman there yeah. for so long. And, of course, you got Charlotte, Ric Flair's kid. Um, but, I mean, like, it's becoming where the good the good guys always win. And Every, every... Like, every Raw match that they've on, had. Uh, on NXT, every face won. Every yeah. match, it was the faces won. Yeah, trying to send people home happy just yeah. doesn't work all the time. And, I mean, I think the people would have been really happy if Sasha had won. Yeah. You know, Sasha's team, but they were the first ones eliminated. And, I mean, hashtag racism. But, I mean, I don't want to say that exactly. But <laughs> Alicia Fox was still in there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, who got pinned? I don't even remember. So. I, I think, I think. oh, no, it wasn't Alicia Fox. I was going to say I think it was Alicia Fox, but I think it was Brie. You could have told me, and I just said, okay. I know. I don't remember. Um, no, uh, what, uh, what I enjoyed most i guess about that match was just that everybody got their time to shine and that yeah. which is which is how it should be and i mean the fact that we're complaining about this and we'll we'll talk about this when we start talking about the rangers the fact that we're complaining about how 
bad a good match was, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact that the Divas are actually making this kind of impression where we get able to ad- analyze a match instead of just like, yeah, they pushed pushed against the ropes and it was a, you know, a schoolgirl one, two, three at the end. Yeah. Well, if you watch Raw the next night, it went back to, oh my God, really? With this. It was yeah. just a terrible segment with The Miz and then match itself was, ugh, is. Yeah, you're not supposed to be able to have a good segment or anything with the Miz. That's so, true. You know, but he's a former WWE champion. Sure, he is. He formerly he main evented WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I know the whole spiel. Yeah, he's married to Maurice. Okay, we'll give him that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> he can have that one. <laughs> he can have that one for sure. Um, and then I guess the because there weren't any surprise matches that happened. No, there weren't. There weren't anything. Thankfully, oh, uh, Rusev Ziggler. Which I'm really surprised that you and Joe didn't talk about before as a possibility. I know Ziggler hasn't yeah, returned I, yet. I completely forgot about it. And then when we left when we left recording that last show, I was like, oh, yeah, that's obviously happening. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was that was, that was was a decent match. I just hated the outcome. Yeah, it was I a double the, count. I hate the story. I, I, I hate the whole thing. I know you hate the story. I really. And it's nothing to do with Rusev. It's just like. Dolph is doing heel things, like Dolph and Lana are doing okay, heel things yes. in their faces. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah, okay, I'll agree with you on that, is the fact that Dolph is really being more the heel in this. Yeah. Um, but I've really enjoyed Rusev's work, um, and I just really hated the outcome of it. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, call me crazy, but I get this feeling that it's going to be a mixed tag match at the next pay-per-view, and that should have happened at, the, at SummerSlam. Um, Lana with her, you know, poison white snake gear that she had on and all that good stuff which yeah I'm she's glad uh, they changed she's proving it. she's an independent woman now by dressing like Dolph Ziggler FYI dot 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 <laughs> dot dot <laughs> like I I don't even know how to respond to that <laughs> it's just like the, the, the whole thing of her turning face just hasn't been good I don't think it's been good on Rusev's end but like sure making out with Ziggler in front of Rusev I'm like this is this is very heel like heel stuff yeah absolutely um It'd be better for me if I saw Lana actually in action in yeah. the ring doing things. Um, okay, and then I guess we get to the uh, Rollins-Cena match. Yeah, which was... Finishers don't matter. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the truth. That's, that was like the entire overall arc of this of this match was that finishers don't matter. Yeah. How many AAs did he have? How many, SD, or how many SDFs did he lock in? How many pedigrees did Rollins hit? And it was just like, okay... Duh. Yeah, I mean it's been it's been our complaint for a while. Yeah, you know it it takes me out of matches to be honest. Like a match can still be good, but once once they kick out of like three finishers, I'm like okay, it's kind of dull. I kind of just want the match over with at that point. Yeah, um, and of course the and the finish the finish could have been good. John Stewart didn't. He kind of seemed like he was kind of lost once he got in the ring. Yeah, that was there weird. was never there was never a moment where I didn't think he was not hitting Cena. Yeah, well. I didn't. I mean, I kind of figured he was going to hit Cena, but I also I didn't know why. <laughs> yeah. Like, and and I know that was the whole key was for people to turn into Raw the next night and just be like, why did John Stewart hit John Cena? But usually, when that kind of thing happens, you kind of know why the celebrity did what he did. And I don't know if it had to do with the the autograph that John Stewart tried to get from Cena earlier in the show. Yeah. But yeah, it just it's it was very weak, and then. The following night on Raw with Stewart saying that, you know, it has to be Flair. Like, that was... Preserving preserving the legacy of Flair. Yeah, that was so weak and so flimsy. Well, here's the thing. I knew Cena wasn't going to win. Yeah. I had my fears, 
But then they released a new shirt that said 15-time champion. I'm like, you're not going to release that shirt and then have and them then become 16 times. Yeah, that's true. That's, so like I was like, okay, Cena's, Cena's not going to win, but let's see how he doesn't win. Yeah. And then the way – it could have been better, but, yeah. you know. Spoilers. Yeah. It was it, – it was, they do that too, yeah. you know. Like they do that with their shirts and all that they stuff. They do it with their pay-per-view posters. Yeah. It's, they don't care. No, it's – yeah, it's silly. Um. Anyway, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't a big fan of that being hyped the way it was right. and then with Jon Stewart being the guy to come down and cost him. Um, and then, of course, Taker and Lesnar. And what? That was, the, that was underwhelming as well. Yeah. We got a great meme out of it. but Yeah. The, the laughing thing was, yeah, what was awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was really cool. <laughs> I I popped at that for sure with Lesnar laughing at Taker and then Taker just turning around and laughing. Um, and Taker took some Germans, by the way. Yeah. He did. Lot. And he took... He took him a lot better than he did at WrestleMania. Yeah. He did the whole, like, flipping back over and stuff. He sold and made him look really good. It wasn't concussed this match, so. I guess that helps. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not Believe concussed. it or not, you can wrestle a better match when you don't have a concussion. <laughs> you can do a lot of things a lot better when you don't have a yeah. concussion, I hear. Um, but, yeah, the ending, I, and, again, finishers don't matter, by the way, in case we Very forgot true. about that. This was brought up again in this match, but um, I didn't. I, I didn't I didn't like it. Um and I didn't like the fact I that it was I would have accepted it more were the program going to continue like immediately following. Yeah, but it wasn't but, going to. But you know to. Taker's taking his however long break now. Sure. So like it's just like uh um, it's it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Well, and just I mean with and the It kind of ruins it ruins the the whole Taker image to me, yeah. you know? The fact that he tapped out. Well, the cat he keeps Kicking and punching Brock in the dick, which, like, <laughs> first of all, you're Undertaker. You don't have to do that if you are, you know, who you've that's been the thing. built to be. That's the thing. He's Taker. He doesn't have to do the crap that he did in order to get the advantage. Yeah. Like that. Uh. Like he kicked him in the dick twice up and counting to SummerSlam, and then he low-blowed him in SummerSlam. again. Just... Unbelievable. And then I just, I hate the fact that it was Charles Robinson just going, hey, hey, that's not your job. Why'd you do? And then nobody showed the timekeeper just being like, oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it didn't even I, cut to the timekeeper. I know. Robinson which I yelling at somebody off screen. Which I didn't understand yeah. until it was, until he said something like, why did you ring the bell or something like that? Like, I needed to see the timekeeper right. going like, I, I saw him tap. Uh, I, he tapped. Yeah, pointing. If I could just see the timekeeper just going, eh. But here's the thing. <laughs> Even from that angle, how did the timekeeper see he was tapping? Yeah, exactly. If Charles <laughs> Robinson, who was on the same side as the timekeeper, didn't see him tapping, then I i mean, unless the timekeeper is outsmarting everybody and doing what everybody should do, and that's looking up at the freaking Titantron. But the Titantron <laughs> is what we see, and I didn't see it. It is not always what we see. Most of the time, though. Most of the time, but it is not always what we see. <laughs> well, I did not. I, viewing at home, I did not right, see it. Right, right. And that's the thing, like the the people at home, like they didn't understand what the hell was going on. Yeah. And then <laughs> so, when you realize what's going on, you're just like, well, that sucks. Yeah. That's a sucky finish for this this match that you're you've been having all these promos and videos yeah. about, you know. And then to have it just end like that. Now I will say the image of Brock Lesnar just flipping off Taker. I like as he that, but out. then but like all the lead in. He that didn't seem like, he didn't seem to be struggling when he you know gave him the finger. He was in it. Yeah. He was there. He flips him off, and then he's gone. Yeah. Like, he's just out. He just kind of accepted it, yeah. which he hadn't done the entire time. I mean, I don't – I don't know. It was It was not good. Yeah, it wasn't like, a good finish. It wasn't. Um, and so then flash forward to Raw. Um, what do you need filled in on, Matthew? I need 
I need to know a why did John Stewart do what he did? Which I guess it, so it, it, that's why he did what he did. Legitimately pre- preserving preserve- the 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 legacy of Ric Flair. And Ric Flair didn't like that. No, Ric Flair did not like that. Okay, I don't buy that. Because if <laughs> anybody knows, know if like anybody that. knows Ric Flair, Ric Flair would have been like, "You damn right, brother." Not only that, I should have a few more before I die. Yeah, yeah. That's so, Ric Flair. I didn't understand that. Like, I guess Flair told John Stewart, like, you messed up everything. Like, he set off some big butterfly effect in the world <laughs> that just, like, is going to, like, my God, Marty, you can't do that. You right. can't go meet your parents. That kind of thing. I, so I'm not, I don't buy that. I don't buy the fact that it looks like John Stewart and this whole, like, anti-Cena thing is going to continue for a yeah, while. Looks like, like, it. Uh, like, I don't, I don't, that's not a good excuse for me since you're going to continue it. Right. Like, if you're going to end it right there, but I mean, how stupid is that? You end the feud right there with John Stewart doing it, and John Cena just goes, hey, hey, ha I win. Right. And they're like, yeah, okay. But I don't buy that. No. I don't like it. Um, and then, of course, so what happened then with Charles Robinson and the timekeeper? What did they uh, What did they ultimately decide on? They didn't decide anything, really. A, God, uh, that sucks. <laughs> Paul, Paul Heyman and Brock came out. Brock, uh, Paul, of course, Paul spoke for Brock saying, sure. no, I'm not issuing it. Brock is not issuing a challenge for WrestleMania. He's not issuing a challenge for the Royal Rumble. He's not in- He's issuing a challenge tonight. for next week, next month. He's, He's issuing one for tonight. Sure. And then Bo Dallas comes out. <laughs> I should have kept him on fantasy. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Bo Dallas comes out, and guess what he told Brock, Matthew? You just got a bully. Exactly. <laughs> And, and then, then Brock, he got cr- Brock destroyed, crushed him. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And now Brock will be wrestling Bo Dallas in that big Madison Square Garden event they were promoting. That Brock will be wrestling at. So Bo Dallas has just become a jobber to the stars now. I guess because he took the rock bottom. Right. He took the people's elbow. He's. I'm just waiting for Stone Cold to come out now. Yeah, that's it'll it. happen. That's it. Um. That's what happened with that. Okay. There was something else that happened oh did we get any more build up into the Ziggler Rusev thing not that I can remember okay Okay. I don't don't remember it on Hulu so I'm sure we did okay it might have been on Hulu I just don't remember right okay crazy okay so just uh, got some pretty big entrance into the tag team division Oh, that's right. The Dudleys came back. Yeah, the Dudleys returned. <laughs> how, did, how did I forget that? Yeah. Freaking Dudleys came back. Um, Which was, I, I, if anyone did predicted that, that, they're liars. I know. How did that actually come about? Because, like, New Day comes out celebrating. Did they just say, like, we beat Well, first of all, New Day ever? came out. I can't remember who they wrestled. Might have been the Lucha Dragons. I don't okay. know. Uh, what's Consequences? Creed's name. I can't remember. Yeah. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. He came out playing a trombone. Which was amazing. <laughs> they keep getting over with yeah. this stuff. He comes out playing a trombone. He plays it throughout the match. He plays he plays the theme from Taps when New Day wins, and then what? <laughs> <laughs> he's, they hit. I get, they got some new double team move I'd never seen before. Uh-huh. Maybe that maybe that's what they won with at SummerSlam. I can't remember. Okay. But they hit some big double team move. Okay. And before they go for the pin, he starts playing Taps. They go for the pin and they win. Uh-huh. They're in the ring celebrating, and then just out come the Dudleys. So it wasn't a promo saying, like, we've beaten every tag team no, here. No, there was no promo. Okay, so it, it was, was just them dancing in the ring. Xavier was still playing trombone. Uh-huh. And then and the then Dudleys came out. Dudleys music hit, came out. And so Dudleys, tag team chance by Survivor Series, yes or no? <laughs> by Survivor Series, I'd take those odds. Okay. Okay. 
I'm I'm because they they little... they they you know they leveled New Day. Yeah. With the you know the what's up and a 3D through, 3D the, table. through the table. But then they got in primetime players' face because they were on the they were at announce. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And they said, okay. "Do you know who we are? We're the Dudleys." Blah blah blah. So okay, so triple threat for the tag team titles, yeah. and that's what we're trying to say. I guess. Okay. Okay, I thought I thought Bubba was done with WWE, and not, well, he went not, back to TNA after not, the Royal Rumble. Not from that kind of standpoint, but because I'm, I want to say the WWE did something like in a tribute or did something that like Bubba really didn't like, hmm. and he mouthed off about it on social media, like oh, I know, gee, I, thanks. I, WWE. I vaguely remember what you're right. talking about, but and he, he I just, also like, remember badmouth WWE, yeah. and I'm like, well, I guess we're not seeing him again. Yeah, I also remember lots of people badmouthing that. I can't remember what it yeah. is though, but okay. I remember that. Yeah. Um, Especially considering the Dudley's age too, but I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if they can still if they can still work. Who cares? I'm waiting for the Hardys, but it's just man. not it's just not like them. <laughs> waiting for the Hardys to come yeah. back, and then of course Edge and Christian will just come out in wheelchairs and. But uh, also sorry. considering he he made a couple TNA appearances after Royal yeah. Rumble. But WWE's be, been way more lax about that now. I mean, they with really its are. NXT stars, they're, they're allowing Joe to f- do his independent yeah, dates. Yeah, they've got, and they've got Rhino. Jesse, Jesse I mean, Sorensen's there now. Yeah, that was cool, even though he got Baron He's Corbin. only been squashed. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was in a four-on-four, four, the NXT before Brooklyn Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W- against, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Suck Brothers and... The Hype Bros. I hate those guys. Oh, come on, man. The Hype Bros. Do we need to go into how bad they are? No, we don't because they're (laughs) awesome. The Hype Bros. How cool is that? The guy that gets gassed more than Ultimate Warrior does in his entrance. That's awesome. He stays hype, bro. And then, of course, uh, uh, Big Cass and Enzo. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't wait for those guys to get up to the main roster. Yeah. So excited for them. Well, they won't go up. I don't think they'll go up to the main without winning tag belts, will they? I don't know. Well, I mean, that would make kind of silly sense, I guess, but... Yeah, no, I, but you know, I could see it happening. I I'm so excited. That's such a great gimmick. I think you need to bring them up as soon as possible. I that's such a great. Gimmick. I still because I still with you know the Dudleys showing up. You still only have three quality tag teams. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Lucha Dragons are fun to watch sometimes. The mask guys aren't talking. Yeah, <laughs> but even El that, Torito. I think you've 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 built yourself into a hole where you know everyone knows you're never going to do anything with those yeah, guys. And the same with the Matadors. Yeah, definitely. Um, by the way, if you don't want to see El Torito go through a table with a 3D, then you can stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying. That has to happen. Either yeah. he gets powerbombed or he gets 3D through a table, but El Torito or, is... Or uh, May Young-style powerbombed off the stage through the yes, through the table. absolutely has to happen. I, I think that's a thing yeah. that definitely needs to be there. Um, yeah, the tag match from SummerSlam. Uh, like, there were a lot of spots in that match. I'm just, like, I'm just recalling it and all that stuff. Like, yeah. there were a whole lot of just high spots and all that stuff. Um, not exactly the most sound psychologically. I remember <laughs> we were watching that match in the, you know, the Lucha Dragons are masks, and yeah. my, my wife goes, where's the Japanese guy? Because oh. she, she seemed to like him. She That's seemed to like Liger. Racist. Yeah, right. Um, I will always be impressed, by the way, by Big E's spear through the ropes on somebody. To it's, somebody on the yeah, apron. that's it's, it's that's a lot of that's a looked, lot of man. It looked painful. That's a lot of man yeah. coming through that rope. So yeah, it looked painful when you yeah, did it the other night too. Um, we didn't talk about Cesaro Owens, by the way. As uh, a match. I I I was incredibly impressed that they put them semi main. Yeah, but they were kind of in that. Like it was, it was it was lackluster, honestly. Yeah, it was a good match. It was just in a spot where you just you weren't going to get any crowd reaction. Yeah, at that and point. then the finish the finish was really just kind of like. Oh, pop up power bomb yeah. and he's done. Okay, that's it. 
Yeah, I mean, I love that you know they put those guys to my main. But end of the story. It was so. it was a good match, you know. Yeah. They both they both you know had some impressive spots. It was just in a spot where just like they just weren't going to get anything. Right. Uh, final thing, wrestling guys, I want to talk about is uh, Bray. Sting. Wy- <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Second to last thing I want to talk about wrestling wise, um, Bray Wyatt's. I, yeah, I don't have Bray Wyatt's new pet, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Which. I mean, if if we were gonna bring Alex Wright and the Wall back, I yeah. mean that's <laughs> bronze throwing yeah. it. Yeah, uh, that's a big guy. Big guy. It's a big guy, and he did a really cool move to Roman Reigns. But do we do we need to do this again? Do we need yeah. to have another? And apparently, <laughs> wouldn't it be better to have that guy like against the Wyatt family? I'd be so I much guess. better with that. Yeah. I. And then they're apparently gonna. Add someone else, whether it's Rowan returning, which they can't tell you how long he's going to be out for whatever reason. They need to add a female. But yeah, they're talking about, and you know, I told you not long ago it was going to be Micah, Micah. What's her? uh, What's her last? Rotunda. Rotunda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Sting. Um, Cool reveal. Cool. Uh, And then you realize the storyline that they're going with. You're like, ah. And then you realize that Triple H was backing up from Sting. Like, oh crap! Oh, I beat him. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, remember when you beat him at Mania? Why yeah. Are you, why are you bagging up? Right. It. I mean, again, really cool reveal. Really awesome. It was cool. Um, wasn't expecting it. No. I mean, I was I was not expecting a statue to be under the stupid yeah, box. Yeah, I wasn't either. But I wasn't expecting Sting to be there. Right. Um, and then, of course, they zoom in on Sting, and you see the receding hairline and yeah. the roots coming through, and you're just like, ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, you, you say that, and then I but dang. the night before, I'm sitting there watching Undertaker wrestle, and he's got the exact same hairstyle now. I know. So it's just like... Like, there's nothing about Undertaker. Hey, like, if they don't care, go, by all means, go okay, for it, because once I start losing my hair, I'm going to start freaking out. Yeah. That's when all my hair's gone. But, like, Undertaker's entrance, the entrance part is cool, and then when he takes the hat off, you're like, oh... Ugh. Yeah. yeah, it's it's less now, but when he had the when he had the mohawk, it was it was fairly obvious how, oh, that was how really far bad. back his hair was going. Yeah, definitely. Um, he just needs to like he's just, he's in that weird hair phase where he yeah. just needs to grow it out a little bit more. Yeah. Be okay, but um, Sting though, I mean that's just it's, it's just kind of like it, you, do you get excited about Sting versus Seth Rollins? I mean, I, mean, I get it's excited. It's interesting to see where they're going to go with it, but like exactly. as far as a match is concerned, I'm, I'm just not. Like, eh. Yeah, I get and excited maybe, for and the that's, rub. And that's because of WrestleMania, because I know Sting can still wrestle, and they chose the to match block. they the match they threw out there was garbage. Yeah, and of course ruined by the generational yeah. factor of the you know oh we gotta have DX and NWO. Oh uh, nostalgia, yeah, that wasn't the night for his nostalgia. It wasn't. Nostalgia should have been the next night on Raw. Yeah. So anyway, I we've I mean, already harped on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four months ago. But yeah. So Sting and Rollins, cool, I guess. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Sure. Uh, the other thing we want to see, we want to wait and see what happens. Of course, is uh, is with baseball, and we're coming up in September yeah, and stuff. It's going to be a crazy month. It's going to be outstanding. Uh, really, just from across all standpoints, unless you are a fan of the American League Central, in which case it's just a runaway for the Royals. Um, every single division looks like it's really, really close, really down to yeah. the wire. Um, and of course, I mean, we'll start off with our Texas Rangers. Of course, yeah. I mean that's. Good they're, uh, grief, they're on a roll. Yeah, they, uh, you know, you. <laughs> everyone was panicking this week when they lost two to the Blue Jays. But, but then you realize it's the Blue Jays. Yeah, here's <laughs> what I'm saying. Nobody's getting past them because well, that's just, what I've been telling. Like, what are the Rangers going to do? I'm like, they'll they'll get the wild card spot. 
I don't see them getting past the Blue Jays. Yeah. I don't see anyone getting past the Blue Jays. Well, so what the more impressive thing was for the Rangers against the Blue Jays was that first game. They were so close, they lost. Yeah. It. Okay, but they were so close. And, of course, then you see them get blown out the next game. But then, okay, fast forward after the game they lost. They're facing Detroit, and they just took them yeah, to they town. they destroyed Detroit. Dis- like, slaughtered. And Edwin Encarnacion is, like, he's on another planet right yeah. now. Yeah. On believable. He had another one today after he did. hitting three yesterday. Which is which is one of them being a grand slam. He had nine RBIs yeah. yesterday. Nine. And then he comes in today and it's an opposite field shot just yeah. barely clearing and I mean he had two of his shots barely cleared cuz they were just line drives. Yeah. And I mean look, I know there's a month of baseball left. But like I don't I don't, I don't know what could happen. For the Blue Jays to cool off like yeah, this. Yeah, and I don't see the Yankees being good enough to catch them. No, I don't either. I don't either. Um, I don't know if they could even make a wild card spot. It's The Yankees? Yeah. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so. Um, well, I mean, out, out of the other teams that would be in the wild card hunt, I mean, like yeah. the Yankees are going to be the better choice because the Angels are falling so, so far down. But then you're going to worry about the – I mean, if Texas takes the division – which it's really looking like yeah, they could do. Three games out now. And, I mean, of course, and I've said this before, nobody knows how slim a margin that is than the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Just look back at 2013. Yeah, exactly. Six games ahead with 12 to play or whatever it was. Um, and they lost that like that. I think it was like like six with seven to play or yeah. something like so, that. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it should have been really, really easy for them. Yeah. But they lost it. Um, but if Texas takes that division, then Houston's a wild card. Mm-hmm. And that gives you a Houston, New York wild card? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, and if you're Texas in that case, who do you want to face coming out of that? Yeah, that's tough. Like, if you, if, well, first of all, if you're Texas, you want the, you want the division, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. wants a one game. No, definitely not. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, but the problem is, if you're Texas and you take the division, then you're facing the Blue Jays, aren't you? Or are you facing the Royals? But it doesn't matter. It depends on the rest of the records. But it doesn't matter because both teams are on fire. Yeah. Like, they're really, really good. Like, I guess you'd rather face the Royals because their pitching isn't isn't nearly what it should be. Yeah. But the Rangers have been pretty good against Blue Jays pitching, too. It's so tough. It's going to be such a crazy race. Yeah. Um, And then in the National League, um, you would think that the Dodgers kind of had a clear-cut advantage over the rest of their guys. Those, Those Giants won't go away. The Giants won't go away, and the Dodgers, like, they got they got no hit by you know fires. I mean, and we can talk about that if we want. But yeah, but no. The, the the thing is, like the Dodgers. I mean, they can win, but like as long as the Giants keep winning, and the Dodgers will lose on a day that the Giants win. I mean, yeah. like that just shrinks the margin. You know, like they're not winning and they're not losing at the right times is the thing. So, I mean, that's going to come down to the wire too. And the right. fact that Arizona, as much as nobody's going to believe it, Arizona still has things to play for right now. Yeah, they're not that far that, out of that's it. That's crazy to think about. I know, and they're close enough that they can really cause some some havoc to the Dodgers and to the Giants. Right. You know, um, and then of course the Central is the is the absolute tightest division there is, and you're thinking the three of the playoff teams. And then on the National League side, are coming out of the Central. Yeah. Cardinals, Pirates, Cubs. Um, and as much as we preach, as we're talking about the Blue Jays and their awesome firepower and how sick they are right now, the Cardinals are playing out of their minds, too. Yeah. 
I saw their record and I was like, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize they and were nobody, that good. Which is crazy because ESPN. And they're never highlighted. So. Which is weird because again, ESPN always highlights. Them, yeah. You know. And they've not always, been highlighted. I know, and they're and they're the ones that are so far yeah. out in front and head. I think they're the they're the locks to win their division. Mm-hmm. Like by the by the you know farthest of margins. Sure. Um, I love the fact that the Cubs are still in it, and I love yeah. the fact that the Mets. The are, Mets. Oh my god. Not only are they still in it, it looks like they're about to run away with it. Look at the it. Nationals I, are. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is with slip. the Nationals. I mean, I know they've been accused of showing a lack of effort. They've kind of showed a little bit of lackluster, lackadaisical, yeah. just kind of meh. But like the Nationals are not doing jack crap. They had no. to move Fister to the bullpen yeah, because he was that's bad. bad. We that's, were praising that move to get him, I and I was in their bullpen. That's weird. <laughs> that's. Yeah. That's absolutely nuts, um, but the Mets, man, like I, I, I couldn't, I would not be surprised to see a Toronto Mets World Series. Yeah, and it'd be crazy. Like I should be shot for that theory. Yeah, I should you should, and you probably would that. have been at the beginning of the season. I know, but you look at it now, and you're like, holy crap! And then uh, didn't the Mets? Then the Mets just get the Arizona's closer. Oh yeah, Addison Reed. Yeah, who has not been necessarily not pitching been great. great but right. So here's my theory on this, and this is. Kind of a, a topical kind of thing, but all these teams that are picking up bullpen pieces that were DFA'd, and it's like, okay, there's there's a re- it wasn't just because of a lack right. of roster space. These guys were DFA'd off of their rosters because they were bad, and or or they were left out on the market because they were bad. Right. Rafael Soriano and Fernando Rodney are both on the yeah, Cubs right now. Yeah, that's nuts. Like, why would you do that, Cubs? I mean, Fernando you, Rodney. Fernando Rodney hasn't been good in. Two years. Yeah, you look back two, two years. Three. If you have Rafael Soriano and Fernando Rodney from two years ago, that's awesome. You don't though. Yeah. <laughs> like you've got you've got DFA Rafael Soriano. You've got and the Fernando wildest. Rodney. You've got the wildest closer who has absolutely zero command. Has no idea where yeah. he's throwing the ball. In Fernando Rodney. Yeah, he and walked. Then, he he won a game for the Rangers because he, he walked. Because he walked, walked home, the winning run home. He walked Shinsu Chu. Like it's ridiculous. He's nuts. He's bad, man. He is. And then you've got the guy that like has no movement on his fastball anymore, Rafael Soriano. He, he's rehabbing right now, but the Cubs want him on the main roster. And, I mean, like, a team full of closers, look at Detroit. Look at Detroit and yeah. the fact that they had Joaquin Soria, Neftali Feliz, and Joe Nathan. And it didn't do Didn't crap. do anything. <laughs> it's like there's a reason that those guys aren't on contracts is because right. they're not supposed to be using the roles that they are anymore. The whole closing movement is about who's young, who's fresh, who throws hard, and who people haven't seen before. Because for three outs, that matters. Yeah. If you haven't seen a guy, then it. I mean, for three outs, it. it that's it. That's lights out. Um, but yeah, I just. I mean, the Mets picking up Addison Reed, and then they were talking about picking up Mark Zipchinski too, possibly. And <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he, really? When was the last time you heard of him? It was right. Like the World 2011 World Series. Yeah, when he wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, when he wasn't <laughs> supposed to be called out. <laughs> So I don't, I mean, people are saying, like, the biggest thing that you're getting out of this is that the GMs are not ignoring the team. They're making moves. Maybe they're the wrong moves. But these GMs are actually acknowledging, we've got a chance. We're going to make it. We're going to go for it. Uh, Cool. Um, The Phillies are being the absolute best spoilers, and I hate that so much because the Phillies, I just don't like the front office. I don't like how they go about with baseball. And it's with a lot of our former prospects. I know, and they're... How did uh, Asher do? I don't know, actually. I, I don't know. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, like they they called up all the all the Rangers that they yeah. got in that trade. They called them all up already, and uh, yeah, it just it it boggles my mind that the Phillies are playing the role of spoiler so yeah. well. Um, yeah, and then so on the Mets note, they beat Boston today, and Boston had beat them the last two games or whatever. And Boston is there's there's just all sorts of wrong with Boston, and I mean it it. <laughs> I don't even want to get into the announcer situation and the fact that their TV guy just got canned and really? people people were throwing a fit about that and it's like people's priorities are in the wrong spots right now. And well, we got to think about next year because now they've got Dombrowski or whatever his name is. Yeah, I know, I know, but I mean they've given got, up on this year. Well, and they their managers, you know, they've given up on this year and they've given up on the guy that they signed starting this year. They've given up on Hanley Ramirez. Yeah, they're like, where can we put him? Well, we can't put him in shortstop. Put him at first. Yeah, we can't put him in shortstop. Well, we can't put him in left field. And, uh, well, people that can't play, they just play first base. <laughs> yeah. Hanley Ramirez should have never been in left field to begin with. Yeah, he, need to, he needed to have gone to a place where he they was needed a, a shortstop. He was a shortstop and a third baseman, and he was questionable at third base. Yeah, which is weird because you would think... You would think it's fine. You, you know? would think it'd be reversed that you saw be questionable you know, shortstop yeah. instead of third you base. You saw A-Rod and you saw Cal Ripken do it, but... Sure. Yeah, he he needs to be a shortstop. Well, a Rod went to first base, didn't he? Yeah, for a couple. It of was games. terrible. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, it's here's just, the main thing with Hanley Ramirez: uh, get a helmet that fits, please. <laughs> Tired of seeing you swing and miss, and then your helmet fall off. Yeah, I mean, like it's like he shops at the same place Bartolo Colon shops. Yes, it's it makes sense for Bartolo Bartolo Colon's lot, helmet to fly to off, him, and it's entertaining. Yeah, a lot more fun. When Ramirez does it, I just get annoyed. Yeah, well, it's the do rag on his stupid yeah. head helmet doesn't fit because of the do-rag sliding all over the yeah, place trying to be manny yeah i know stupid um regardless though it's gonna be a lot of fun watching yep. baseball this coming up buckle uh, up baseball fans yeah no kidding it's gonna be fantastic um so yeah i mean we're we're looking forward to uh september starting obviously the the rosters expand um and i'm okay with rosters expanding honestly yeah uh, for the teams that are out of it it allows you a chance to look at what prospects you've got, how they play on the big stage. Um, and for the teams that are in it, you get to rest your regulars. Yeah, it gives you depth. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, I know there are a lot of people that are like, man, you should never call. I mean, the whole roster's expanding thing, that's so unfair. I'm like, Where's the thing? Minor league baseball ends when? Like the second week of September. Yeah, so it's like it doesn't matter. Here, and here's here's my thing. The people that say that roster expansion in September is unfair, um, everybody gets to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, every team does it. Every yeah, team. It's not like it's the guys that are in the playoff race. They're the ones that get to call up their forty-man roster. No, every, everyone gets to do it. Everybody does. So everybody has an equal chance of putting up the same amount of exactly. people, resting the same people, getting people up there that you need to. It's not unfair. It's not. And I, and I like seeing it. I like seeing the new guys come up there. So that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, thank you for everybody that joined us on Periscope, who uh, I am now down to one viewer, which is me again. But <laughs> thank you to the three other people that I think joined in on this. Um, it's been a whole lot of fun uh, until next week, I guess. I mean, what are we what are we looking forward to this week? Obviously, more fallout yeah. with uh, Sting coming back. Yeah. Um, he's apparently I guess I saw he's kicking out. He's kicking off raw tomorrow. Ah, fantastic. So, yeah, that's just that's just beautiful. That's really good. The explain his actions. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I mean, we're looking forward to what people we'll, get called you know, up. We'll see what uh, 
what the races look like. Yeah, and this week is just going to be huge. I mean, Texas yeah. got that big nine-game road trip coming up all on the West Coast against tough opponents. I guess we should probably uh, – Make NFL predictions because next weekend's the last uh, preseason. Weekend, we'll do that next so. week then. We'll go make ahead some and, NFL and predictions. Kind of dig into that for sure. I know um, a lot of people's fantasy drafts are tonight. Yeah, mine was yesterday. Yeah, um, and for all of you people that did the pre-draft last week, I'm and sorry. <laughs> an hour before, or and then like did all their pre-draft stuff an hour before Jordy Nelson got injured. That's why you don't do the pre-draft. Yeah. <laughs> like, sucks to be you guys. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll delve into a little NFL talk next week. I think that's uh, yeah. that's something we should do, and uh, I will try to brush up on my NFL knowledge for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Do it in a week. Good. Do, we'll do it in a week for sure. I'm looking forward to it, man. It's been great. Thank you to all the Periscope viewers again. Uh, find us on Twitter at MVP Next Wave. Um, go ahead and uh uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Thank you, by the way, to the one guy that uh, wrote his review. And I'm not talking about Joe. There was another <laughs> guy that actually wrote a review. Uh, once we find out who you are, you're getting the uh, you're getting the Macho Man figure because it's still sitting in my trunk. Yeah. So let us know who you are. You actually win by default. So thank you so much. Um, and if it's Jeff, I'm even going to laugh harder. That's what's great. Uh, so we appreciate the reviews on there. Please go ahead and continue to leave us reviews. Find us on Podcast Addict, of course, and listen to all the fantastic shows on the Next Wave Radio Network. And until next week, Danny, sign us off. What, 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 We like sports and we don't care who knows. From the pregame jokes to the wrap-up show. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Throw me the baseball. Now toss me the pigskin. Now feed me the rock. Now give me the rock. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fing gold.